The Myths of Selling to the Government If you're using traditional sales techniques to sell to government, you're doing it wrong. The podcast is brought to you by Government Selling Solutions. Government Selling Solutions, selling and marketing to the government for years, quite successfully, thank you. Now, here's Rick. I was curious, maybe a bit bored. I wondered which of the Myths of Selling to Government podcast episodes were most popular in 2022. I created a complex algorithm so the earlier and the latter episodes would get equal weighting. Okay, it was just some simple math on a spreadsheet. Today, I'm going to review the top three episodes, thinking this look back might be helpful to you. Turns out the top three offer a nice perspective. One of the episodes speaks to the fundamentals of the type of people who can win in government sales. Another addresses one of the biggest and most common mistakes we see government salespeople make and what to do about it. And the top one offers tips when you're not first to the prospect. The third most popular is a great starting point, whether you're an individual performer or a manager. It asks the most basic question, what really makes salespeople tick when selling to government? Good start, right? This episode featured one of the few guests I've had on this year. I'm very selective about who I interview for the podcast, but I am open to suggestions, by the way. This episode featured an interview with Dave Hanna, one of the best sales managers I've ever known. Dave was an easy pick. He's probably managed over 300 salespeople and sales managers over the years. I was one of them. In my mind, the best salespeople that I've been associated with are the people that are predominantly interested more in their customers than they are in themselves. Dave says it's all about selling them what they need and not what you want to sell them. You know, when we did our study of top-performing salespeople several years ago, that trait really stood out. But Dave told us that really, the number one trait is integrity. If you don't have that, you don't have it, and I can't teach it to you. Listen, you can't lie to people under any circumstance. Case closed. Dave says competitiveness is another trait that makes good government salespeople tick. But it's not about beating someone else. If that's all you want to do, that's easy to do. Even so, Dave says that competitive streak is an important key. In the middle of a sales cycle, they can kind of get an idea of what's going on in the person's mind. And so you want to be competitive enough to know what you need to do to get to the next step. Another key, says Dave, confidence. You're going to need it in the long government sales cycles. Shorter sales cycles just have a tendency to get different levels of satisfaction. The longer the sales cycle, the more you need to be confident in, in what you're going to be doing, particularly if you're, you're going on commission. You need to have your pipeline, probably a bigger pipeline, and have it a little bit better defined than you would on a, on a shorter sales cycle. So on a shorter sales cycle, as an example, let's say you wanted to get something on your house done, a roof, gutters, whatever. If you had that presentation and, and you the next time the salesperson comes by and sees you have new house or your new roof or new gutters, they pretty much know that they haven't made that sale. Whereas when you're doing something longer term that's going to affect either citywide or corporate-wide things, 
you kind of have to stay more in touch with what's going on. There you have it. The What Really Makes Salespeople Tick When Selling to Government episode featuring the great Dave Hanna. Our second hottest episode was called One of the Biggest Mistakes in Winning Government Contracts. We told a story, as I like to do, much to my wife's chagrin, about a salesperson thinking it was going well in the sales process, even looking forward to the client review with the boss. After all, the client coach had been very helpful and had said that they are moving forward and will buy soon. Then, as my story went, the boss says, Excellent. What's the process they're going to follow? What do you mean? I told you they're moving forward. The boss again says, That's great. But why don't you go back and find out the process they're going to follow? Are they going out for bid? Is there a committee vote? Are they simply going to issue a purchase order? Are they going to need a sole source justification? Simple enough, you think. I'll ask the coach. You do. And the coach says, yep, we're moving forward. Then you ask your boss's questions. And your coach says, you know, I don't really know the precise process. That's handled by purchasing. I only know we're moving forward. Uh-oh, you think. They may be going out to bed with this. And who knows, my competition may have helped write the specs. As I said when I recorded the episode, and will say it again, this is an all-too-common story. Good job getting a client coach who would convince folks up and down the chain to buy. Problem is, the coach may not understand the purchasing process, and it could be more complicated than they anticipated. So, what do you do? I asked. You become the coach. At some point, after you think you've become the preferred favorite, you start talking to the client coach about the buying process. If they're unsure, encourage them to find out. They can ask their bosses or ask their procurement people. They'll be glad to tell them. And your coach will be glad to help you find out more about the process. They may give you a procurement contact you can talk to. The referral from the inside always helps. But even without the referral, find someone in procurement who will talk to you. They'll do it. They want vendors to understand what's going on. Plus, it's helpful if you know the process better than your coach. I didn't think about it when we were doing the episode, but I think it'd be a good idea to have an episode specifically on the fact that your selling process and their buying process are two different things. I've got just the guest in mind. And finally, the Myths of Selling to Government podcast episode that we found to be the most popular of the year. Five tips to follow when you're not first to the race for winning a government contract. This episode came out just a few months ago, and it's already one of the most downloaded. I guess a lot of people feel like they're coming from behind, although we can really help you be first. Regardless, you're not always going to be there, as you obviously already know. Do you give up? Absolutely, positively not, we said in the episode. Here are the five tips. Number one, go in asking questions, not pitching. You'll be tempted to automatically try to favorably compare your solution to the front runners. Don't do it. 
Instead, make it your mission to find out what the prospect really wants and what pain they're trying to relieve. You won't likely know at this point why they like your competitor, or even whether they really do. You won't know much about the relationship with the competitor, or if indeed there really is one. They may like your competitor because they're the only ones they're familiar with. You just won't know. So don't start assuming and selling based on assumptions that may not be correct at all. Ask questions. This takes us to number two. Don't lose sight of your information objectives. Even when you're trying to come from behind, especially when you're trying to come from behind, you still need to establish and accomplish your information objectives. Solving the riddles of these information objectives will tell you what you need to know to make a sale to the government, especially when you're coming from behind. In that podcast episode, we pointed out that you're going to lose here and there, regardless of how much you listen to us. But make it a loss that comes after the right effort at the right time. Don't count those blind RFPs you responded to as a loss. That's not a loss. That's just wasted time. You know, that seems like a good place to end the episode, looking back on the most popular myths of selling to government episodes of the year. It's been a good year. Listenership is growing. The consulting and coaching business is healthy. We're meeting lots of cool folks. And we're beginning to hear stories of an impact we're having. Just heard one the other day about a sales team at a large company that makes discussing our episodes part of their sales meetings. Nice. Please stay in touch. Today's episode has been brought to you by Government Selling Solutions. Government Selling Solutions. Getting government sold.